This podcast is supported in part by Australian Ethical. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm recording this episode of Rational Fear on the land of Gundungurra and the Tharawal people. Let's start the show. The following program contains medium coarse language and traces of nuts. A rational fear recommends listening by immature audiences. Comedians, experts, laughing at the world as it burns down around us. <laughs> this is A Rational Fear. Hello there, yes, Dan Illich here with a very short Irrational Fear because I've got a couple of things to tell you. First of all, um, we are performing live at the South by Southwest Sydney Festival uh, on the 20th of October, that is 3.30pm at the ICC. So if you have a fancy South by Southwest badge, come and check us out and come and say hi. Um, We've got Chris Taylor, Lee Constable, Antoinette Latouf and a bunch of others joining us on stage for that. That'll be really fun. Also, the other thing you should know is that Saturday the 14th of October is the referendum for The Voice to Parliament. You know, if you're listening to this, you're probably already voting yes, but if you are listening to this and you're a no voter, here's all all it is about. It's about recognising Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people in the Constitution, that's not very controversial. Very small thing. The other thing that they want to do is, rather than have something symbolic, just like by writing it in the document, have something pragmatic as well to go along with that. And that is a small, small advisory body of about a busload of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to be set up. And that busload of people is basically going to complain to the government that their laws are inefficient and they could be done better. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Anything you might have heard on 2GP is wrong. Anything you might have heard on the Daily Telegraph is wrong. Anything you've heard from um, your cooker uncle is wrong. It's nothing to do with 5G vaccines. Uh, It's nothing to do with United Nations land grabs. It's uh, nothing to do with apartheid. I don't know if you know what apartheid is, but that that wasn't an advisory body. (laughs) Apartheid was literally separating white people from black people so they didn't mix in society, which, ironically, is close to what we currently have. So... You know, this is this is not about that at all. This is just an advisory body, which is, forms part of the recognition for our First Nations people inside the Constitution. That's it. Anyway, so vote yes. I did. I voted last week. Oh, what a relief. I cried writing yes. 
It was um, very, very sad to know exactly where the polls are, but there's a lot of undecided folks out there still. So who knows what could happen, um, but that's it. This podcast this week is a bit of a repost from 2019 because we're celebrating the life of someone who I admire very much. Cal Wilson is an incredible performer, uh, is an incredible person and such a wonderful human being and comedian. She exemplified everything that that we kind of get into comedy to do. She was not only funny and smart but delighted audiences, but not only that, built community around her and she looked after everyone around her in every gig she performed in. She lifted people up constantly and uh, looked, uh, you know, also corrected people when they were doing the wrong thing and that is such a nice <laughs> nice trait to have. Um I love Cal and everyone loved Cal and you would have seen the outpouring of emotion on social media feeds from comedians this week about Cal. She had a very quick illness that lasted a matter of days. So it was a complete shock and surprise to so many folks that she passed away so quickly but none more to Cal herself. So it is a real shock to see her, her pass at 53 and... Look, Cal was not only a genius, but she really cared. She really cared about comedy, she really cared about people, and she really cared about audiences having a good time. Um, so we were lucky enough to have Cal on Irrational Fear in 2019 for our Adelaide Cabaret Festival show. And so stoked that she said yes to doing it. One of our comedy heroes. So please enjoy Cal Wilson performing at Irrational Fear in 2019. It's Irrational Fear. And not content on just being horny, young people are now growing horns. To tell us why is Australian comedy royalty and horn expert, Cal Wilson. Cal, if you could grow a horn, where would you grow one? I would grow it on a eunuch so I could have a eunuch horn. (laughs) (laughs) I I also think they would appreciate to have one back. (laughs) Wrong place, though, wrong place. (laughs) Yeah. And here to remind... Yes, why? Why up there? Uh, And here to remind us... (laughs) Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Cal Wilson! You saw this in the news, but apparently excessive mobile use uh, has caused a phenomenon where younger generations are growing horns on the back of their head. They're growing um, like protuberances out the back of their head because we, they're keeping their heads forward too long and the, um, the muscles are being used too much and so bone, bone is kind of protruding where the, the muscles are getting strained. And so they examined... 218 Australians aged between 18 and 30, and 41% of them had grown bone-based lumps ranging in size from 10 to 30 millimetres. So people are growing horns at the back of their head. And I found this horrifying, and I was extrapolating it out to imagine what a future might be if everybody, uh, in the end, grew these protuberances. So I found a Wikipedia entry from... 2080, um, where they seem to have sorted out the climate emergency. Glaciers still exist, but everyone is having trouble with cranial bone spurs. So I'm going to read you that. <laughs> I'm going to read you that entry from the future. 
Phone-enhanced cranial bone spurs were first discovered in 2018. Over time, the problem got worse until by 2050, most of the population was hunched over, unable to stand up lest they stab their bony protuberances through the back of their necks and drown gargling in their own blood. <laughs> the ones whose good posture survived were the ones whose parents had confiscated their mobile phones and forced them to play outside. They became known as the straighteners. In contrast to the croissant-shaped posture of the mobile phone addicts, or as they came to be known, the phonies. Crime increased with the opportunistic straighteners mugging the phonies who were unable to provide descriptions of their attackers to the police because they could only look down. <laughs> the smarter straighteners would run along the top of walls and attack from above so the phonies couldn't even identify them by their shoes. <laughs> Before the population became aware of the precautions needed, suffocation deaths were commonplace with curvaceous women smothering in their own bosoms and hipster men choking on their own beards. <laughs> There were also accidents when people would look up in fright and impale themselves on their own head spikes. <laughs> Gradually, as their spikes grew longer and sharper, the phonies resigned themselves to never looking up again. Teenagers were sent to camps to learn how to be straight. <laughs> Not as in their sexuality, because the whole world had finally worked out that love is love, but rather for their spines. And despite everyone literally keeping their eyes on the road, car accidents soared until driverless cars were adopted and that guy that started Uber turned out to be right after all. <laughs> there were other hindrances. The bottom fell out of the lilo and inflatable pool toy industry because too many people were injured when they lay back and pierced the inflated vinyl with their bone spurs. <laughs> Jumping castles were banned after a 14-year-old boy popped one and was flung across eight lanes of traffic in the explosion. <laughs> Some people, the ones with money, had their bone spurs shaved down, only to discover that their necks were now too weak to hold the weight of their heads. For a brief moment, helium helmets were all the rage. The wearer's head strapped in, floating on the now useless stalk of their neck. But helium scarcity made the price rocket, and soon no one but the wealthiest of the 1% could afford them. People on Instagram no longer photoshopped their bodies, they photoshopped their necks. Love songs began to focus less on the beauty of someone's eyes and more on the beauty of people's feet, because that's all anyone could see. <laughs> Five foot two, shoes of blue. <laughs> and now, an excerpt from a diary found by the body of a young girl. October the 3rd, 2071. Dear diary, my bone spurs have grown at least 10 centimetres. Lucy, one of the girls in my class, is a straightener, and she measured them with a ruler for me. She said they almost looked like ram's horns and that the tips of them are razor sharp. I wondered why my hair wasn't growing past my shoulders. My bone spurs must have been slicing it off. <laughs> October the 4th. Dear diary, I saw Simon at school today. I mean, I saw his footwear. <laughs> he has the most wonderful brown shoes. They look so warm and understanding and his socks are so funny. <laughs> I got told off by Mrs Campbell for wearing low-cut sandals, but it not, it's not like you could see all of my foot. And besides, they make my toes look enormous. Simon said he couldn't take his eyes off them, which I'll just have to take his word for. Tomorrow, I'm going to bring a makeup mirror that I can hide in my English folder just so I can see his face. October the 5th, dear diary, Simon and I met up after school. Gosh, he's so romantic. He brought a bucket of water with him and poured it onto the concrete so we could look in the puddle together and stare at the clouds. <laughs> We pressed the tops of our heads together and he wanted to feel my bone spurs, but I wouldn't let him, not yet. <laughs> Besides, they're so sharp, I wouldn't want him to cut his hand. October the 19th. Dear diary, today I discovered Simon has been keeping a terrible secret from me. He didn't realise I could see him in my makeup mirror and I watched him stand straight up and look at the horizon. I confronted his feet straight away. 
And he apologized and said it made no difference to him that I'm a phony and he's a straightener. And then he told me all of the wonderful things that he could see. He can even tilt his head back, diary. He said he'd looked right up into the night sky and the stars are wonderful, like blazing embers in a black velvet night. November the 18th. Dear diary, the worst has happened. Simon broke up with me today. He said I was great, but he realized he couldn't fully love someone he couldn't see eye to eye with. And then I overheard him tell one of the other straighteners that he was going to take Lucy out tonight for a picnic on the hill so they could gaze at the night sky together. I couldn't help it, diary. I followed them. They don't know I'm here, but I can hear Simon pointing out the constellations. I know tilting my head straight back will mean certain death, but I so want to see the stars. (laughs) Carl Wilson! Fantastic. I I would listen to a season of that podcast. I know. (laughs) I've got chills. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this podcast, which is also sponsored by Australian Ethical. The only way to kind of ethically manage your super fund is to really move your super fund from a super fund that supports things like fossil fuels and petrochemicals and uh, and weapons of mass destruction or weapons of minor destruction or even stuff like child labour. Yeah, some of the money in some super funds goes to support companies with less than scrupulous business practices. So if you move your money to a company like Australian Ethical, uh, who are very diligent about who their money gets invested in, then you're doing better for the world by simply moving. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style money from bad actors to good actors. Be part of the solution. Move your money to Australian Ethical. This podcast is supported in part by Australian Ethical.